Welcome back, welcome back, podcast number 40, and this week, me and Chris are speaking about confidence, but before we do, if you enjoy us, if you think we've got a bit of banter, if you think we're, you know, like, a little bit helpful as well, when it comes to a, I guess, like, we cover all sorts, don't we, but should we say a weight loss journey? Life lessons. Life lessons, we can go with that. Maybe not from from me. (laughs) If you enjoy it, anyway. Give us, give us a follow, give us a subscribe. And once you've listened as well, like just rate it. And genuinely, even if you could rate it, uh, if you think it's shit, that would be awesome because rating five stars. stars. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just, do you know what I mean? It, it works, don't it? Even, uh, even honestly, still rate it five stars, please. <laughs> if you think it's shit, still give us five stars. Yeah. Uh, no, we do really appreciate it. And you do help us reach more people. So if you haven't rated it, actually, hit pause and go and rate it right now. Um, other than that, like I say, we're delving into a bit of confidence, aren't we? And it sounds wait, like wait, wait, when here you go, here's a question for you. Just what you know when you said hit pause there. When do you listen to your podcasts? Uh, in net time. So usually usually to be honest, either training in the gym or when I'm driving the car. You listen to podcasts in the gym whilst you're training. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. No ain't nobody in the gym listening to me and you. Well, no, you know, no, 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 no one, no one's doing a, a set of lateral you... raises with me and you. <laughs> If Not you friends. listen to us in the gym, no I, want, I want a message at robabiss.rc on Instagram. I want a message. If you yeah. listen to us two in the gym, I'm having that. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I only say that because when I when I take Huey for a walk, that's that's my podcast time. Or oh, yeah. in the car, in the car into the gym in the morning. I, I do Wait. it. In, I, I prefer the gym to the car because in the gym I can still make notes. So I have, I have a folder for each podcast that like I listen to. Like if, for example, I'm listening to. Diary of a CEO or um, uh, Chris Williamson, what's it, Modern Wisdom or whatever. If I'm listening to their podcast, I have a folder for their podcast and I'll actually store a note for each one. And if there's any standout points that I really like or resonate with, I'll jot them down and then usually create a training on them. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Because yeah. I was just going to say, if you're listening to this whilst you're driving, don't hit pause, don't go and rate us, don't do that just yet. Yeah. But Make pull over and do it when you arrive at your destination. Please do pull that. Over. Stay safe. Pull over, put your hazards on, give us a rate. <laughs> See, we, we deserve a follow just for these kind of instructions. Even if you're on the M1, just do that. Yeah, hard shoulder. No, don't hard do shoulder it. Please don't it. risk your safety. But yeah, please do. Please don't risk your safety, but please do rate us at some point <laughs> and make sure you follow. But no, it's, yeah, good, it's, it's good. It's good. It's, it'd be interesting to see where people listen to us. Because I'm very much dog walk or in the car. That's it, pretty much. Yeah, it I, won't, I, won't, I won't really do it any other time. I think like things like this podcast, like there's so much access to information nowadays. It has to be listened to during net time for me, like like whilst I'm doing something else. That's how I look at it. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know where well I came from. I was just interested. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Brought all the confidence in it. So <laughs> that is what we are covering today. Confidence. Now, I mean, every single one of you, pretty much, I know would like to have more confidence, okay? And that's because the majority of us hold ourselves back. So what we're going to hopefully do, give you a couple of stories, give you bits of perspective on confidence, and also give you a couple of tools on how to improve your confidence. And speaking, I'll, speaking of tools, do you want me to jump in? <laughs> I thought you were going to say me then, Rob, do you want to shut up? No. <laughs> I was going to jump in because it kind of follows on quite nicely from our podcast. I don't think it was the last one. I think it was the one before where we talked about like getting summer ready and getting yeah, yeah, yeah. ready for summer. And obviously that's then going to 
breed breed confidence in you. But I guess we're going to approach it slightly differently today in terms of how you can attain confidence because it does it does look different to each individual. Um, but yeah, I, ju- I just jumped in because I was like, I just it follows on quite nicely from that one. So get some already one go listen to that one first then jump back into this one whilst you've pulled over into the hard shoulder got your hazards on go listen to that one come back to this one there you go job done yeah do that let's say well get get the ball rolling i'm going to start with your story because i know you you touched on a little story just before coming on this which i think just goes really nicely into confidence oh it's my client not me not me, yeah. not me personally my client not you personally, yeah, Clyde. I mean, I'm sure you've got many, many personal ones. I'll, I'll go on a personal one from my side. Yeah. Um, the reason why this has come up, actually, is because I did a progress call update with one of my clients um, last week and her journey, and we've been working together about six months now, and confidence was a big thing for her in terms of coming in, I want to get my confidence back. I've let let things slide. I'm not in the sh- not in the shape that that I, I used to be in. I'm not confident in going to the gym anymore. I used to go to the gym three four times a week, but now it literally scares the daylights out of me. Um, I, I just need to sort of find myself again or find my confidence again. Um, I think even they they might have even been her words as if as if it was like something that you could just go and find and grab. Um, and I think that's the that's the key point is here is it's not something that you can just go and find. You've got to kind of work for it. And then I'll obtain it yourself, um, which is which is key. Um, yeah, so so my client came to me October time with with that kind of premise of I just want to be confident in myself again, be confident in my own skin, feel good about myself, and and sort of just get back to being me essentially. And confidence was a big a big thing. Um, and you know, spoke to her and and sort of just outlined what things would look like. We'd start off really 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 basic really sort of just looking at the fundamentals especially around the gym the gym was a big one for her um it was more about i just want to get back into the routine of going to the gym building good habits you know lifting weights and and feeling good about myself and being active so that was a big one so the first thing was just outlining to her what that looked like and how we'd essentially build that in and what that would look like and on the call this was last week um and she said that the first, her first gym session that, that had been programmed for her, she sat in the car for 15 minutes before going in because she was shitting herself. She was so, so sort of scared and fearful of this, this experience of going back in the gym that she used to go to three, four times a week pre-COVID. But it was really anxiety inducing for her. She just lacked that much confidence in the way she looked, the way she felt, her abilities, her skills, her knowledge of, of the, the gym and lifting weights, that she was so scared. Lo and behold, she went in, she did the session, even though she was just like, I just need to get in and get out. And Rob's got a story about James Clear, who's one of his favourite authors, um, who outlines it really well. Um, and that was the start for her. Um, and it, it just kind of, we built on that week to week. We had constant communication about how's it going? And it was, it was as simple as that. It was just, how is it going? You know, how are you feeling now? And lo and behold, after two, three, four, five, six weeks, the first sort of phase of the process where everything was really basic, we could then start to progress things, whereby she then started to see results in terms of physique change, fat loss, energy levels increasing, confidence increasing, the anxiety-inducing 
situation that she had before was literally just gone. So she was actually enjoying going to the gym. And we're now obviously six months further down the track. And that's that's the first six weeks. Now we're at six months. She's totally transformed her confidence. She's had two promotions at work for a start. So the confidence is not just transferred over to her usage of the gym and how she goes and attacks the gym now. Because she literally said, and word for word, something like, I'm a totally different beast in the gym now. I literally walk around telling people, this is what you should be doing. Can I use that bench? Hurling free weights all around the gym, not literally, but moving moving stuff around with, with supreme confidence, like the flip reverse of what she was at the start. And reverse engineering that, it's not something that you could just find. She didn't just find that. She worked on that consistently for six months. She took action. She showed up. She did the reps. Like reps, not just in the gym. She repeated the actions week in, week out, consistently. She repeated it. She repeated it. She repeated it. And lo and behold, she's lost over 25 pounds. She's lost over 25 centimeters on her waist and her hips. She's she's totally transformed. And her goals are now totally different. Her goals aren't about confidence. Her goals are, I want to I keep getting stronger. I want to get some body definition. I want to go for a photo shoot. I want to do all of this other stuff that's just going to elevate me even more. So going back to the start of this, it was, I just want to feel confident. Now it's just like, I'm a beast in the gym. I'm feeling great. I'm supremely confident, but I want more. So the elevation of where she was at isn't on the back of finding something magical. She's just done the work. And she's put herself, she's put herself in really uncomfortable situations at the start that have then just become comfortable, which is really important. She's surprised herself week in, week out. So those things are absolutely massive when it comes to confidence. So if you're fearful of something or you've got something that you're really anxious about, yet you, you do want to get confident in it, whether it's a new skill, whether it's, you know, I don't know, I, I'm going to go back to when when we all first started driving, like I used to get really, really anxious about driving lessons. I used to get really, really anxious about it. But the more you did them, the more comfortable it was. Um, that's that's the one example I can think of off the top of my head. But it goes, yeah. it, it's skills, it, it's, it's acquiring skills. And we talk about that quite a lot, but it's it's massively important to confidence in terms of getting that experience, chucking yourselves in these, these situations, understanding that these situations that you're fearful of are part and parcel of obtaining the confidence that you're after yeah i'm gonna get a glass of water because my me, me throat's drying up you'll get yourself a glass <laughs> um <clears throat> with this we've got uh you know taking that on to like the story that chris mentioned then about like james clear and um a guy that i, I don't know if he worked with him or if it was just uh someone that he like the story that he'd heard of but basically the guy just started that's obviously about habit building as well but the guy starts going to the gym, wants to lose weight, and he starts going to the gym uh, seven days a week, but he only goes for five minutes at a time. That's the trick, okay? And he keeps going five, five, five minutes every day, and then he ups it to 10, and then he ups it to 15, and then he ups it to 20, and then he realizes, do you know what? I'm here every day, <laughs> and I'm already here for 15 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is. Uh, don't quote me word for word on the story. It's, it's along these lines. Uh, and then he's like, well, I'm, I'm already here. Why, what's the point in me going home early? I may as well do that a little bit longer. Have it's been established? Confidence has obviously increased. And, you know, this guy obviously ends up, I think it was a weight loss journey as well. He ends up losing God knows how many pounds. Um, you know, ludicrous story. But at the start, the confidence won't have been there. And the point that Chris was just making then is that 
anything that's new or that you've not done frequently enough, you won't be confident in. So if you've never been to a gym, if you've never, um, you know, learned about food. So I've got a client at the minute that I'm helping actually learn to cook. Okay. <laughs> yes, these are the kind of things we go into. Um, but, you know, they're not confident in that because they've never done it. It's completely new. You're not confident in going to a gym because you've never done it or you've dabbled in it. And this is, again, a big, big thing, right? You dabblers out there, you know who I'm talking to. You guys that sign up to a gym every January, you attend for January and then by the, or maybe, well, you attend for January if you're lucky. And then you dabble a couple of times before the summer. And then again, you disappear and then you rejoin another gym thinking that it will change everything. Okay. But the fact is, because you haven't shown up, because you haven't done the reps, like Chris said, frequently enough, the confidence isn't there. You've never overcome that actual hurdle. So anything that is new or that you haven't done frequently enough, you will not be confident in. If you just start learning something and then you stop doing it and you don't push through that difficult step, confidence will never arise. Right now, another key thing on this that I'll add in is that confidence comes from doing what you said you would. And this is a major, major downfall of uh, people in the modern day world. I don't know if it happened way back when. I'm sure it did. But you always hear these people, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this and I'm getting that done and, and et cetera, et cetera. And then they don't do it. OK, a bit like even a weight loss goal. How many times do you hear someone say that they're going to achieve X, Y, Z and then they don't do it? It crushes your confidence. When you say that you're going to do something and you don't do it, it literally wipes the floor with your self-esteem, okay? Because you're actually backing up the fact that, you know, let's say in your head, you, you say that you're a failure, you're backing that up. So you imagine what that does every single time. It zaps a little bit more self-esteem away and a little bit more. And to the point where you don't believe that you can do it. So the important thing here, again, when we look at confidence comes from doing what you said you would, I'm going to link this back now to the story of James Clear, okay? Even Chris's client who showed up consistently, who overcame this hurdle, okay? If confidence comes from doing what you said you would, and the story of the guy that James spoke about in his book was that this guy just showed up for five minutes at a time, how do you do what you said you would? You make it easy for yourself at the start, right? And we, we uh, me and Chris have many chats with clients about this. Um, some clients will come to us, yeah, I can train five days a week and I can do this and I can do that and, and I'll track my food and, da, 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 and all this. And I'm like, great. What are you doing consistently right now? Nothing. Okay. So the last thing I want you to do is commit to that because I know 100%, unless you're part of the 1%, you're going to fail. And the moment that you fail on what you said you would, again, the self-esteem gets wiped. Okay, so it's about setting yourself up for success. If you want to become confident, what you say that you're going to achieve, make sure that it's actually attainable, realistic, and something that's easy for you to execute. Like the guy did with the five minutes, as he started to execute it and he had the consistency there, he then starts to increase the time that he shows up for, which increases the results. So this is about, again, it's going back to that long-term mindset, but it's about having that longer-term mindset. Okay, I think you've got a little point that I'll let you jump in with before I go to my next bit. Yeah, I just made a note just, just whilst you were talking. Like, it's you've got to manage expectations and have a really open mind about how long it can possibly take. Like, mm. my, my client example is like six months, is what we're kind of talking about, but she's not done on her journey. Um, because there isn't an end point, but ultimately, it could take 
could take you, listen to this, could take you a couple of months, could take you a couple of years. And as long as you're persistent and persevering, persevering with showing up and doing the reps and evaluating things and understanding that you are putting yourself in these uncomfortable situations more often than not, um, you, you'll soon realise that there'll be a point where you're like, actually, I, I feel totally different about this situation now. Like there'll be a there'll be a penny drop moment at some stage, but there's no knowing when that'll when that'll be. So don't lose sight of that because that's where a lot of people fail as well. If they don't feel that surging confidence after a week or two, so I'll throw the towel and I'll go back to you know having my KFCs and and not moving, which obviously isn't or hasn't helped get you to where you wanted to get to. So reverting back into bad habits is much easier than powering through those barriers into good habits. So linking that to the, the James Clear story, because it ultimately habit building does breed confidence. Of course it does. It's like you, you're putting yourself into these situations that is giving you more experience. It's giving you more opportunity to, to learn skills and develop skills and get better at things. Um, will, will you always, now let me rephrase that. Will you never have, anxiety inducing situations again no of course you won't of course you will have those moments like even when i go to a, you know, a, a different gym and i don't know the layout and it is big and there's all this different equipment that i'm not familiar with even i'm a bit like oh god right I'm, where do i start what do i what do i do i'm gonna have to sort of go back to basics and go back to what i do know and start there so it's not a case of when you get it you've got it because there'll be the next thing that you want to either learn or develop or get confident in whether it, whether it is attaining an aesthetic so that you can go on holiday and feel confident on the beach or whether it is being confident, you know, talking in cam to camera, for example. Like, I know that's quite a big, big sort of anxiety-inducing concept for people, even are you on, confident? On, on Instagram. Are you, are you confident on camera? Uh, oh, I, to be honest, don't give a toss. I just put <laughs> just point, point, aim and shoot and just, I'm just myself. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Uh, hey. but, 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 I'm always the one. Yeah, <laughs> well, no. um, but like literally, in, in, people think, you know, you you can create these situations that are even more anxiety inducing. It's like don't overthink it, but just keep doing it, and you'll get better and better and better. Um, that's just one example, but there'll be other examples. You know, like like the the driving the car example. Like learning learning a new skill, it is uncomfortable. But ultimately, learning that skill or putting yourself in that situation could could be the answer to where you want to get to. Um, yep. You know, like, like another situation which you know we 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 speak to people a lot about is, oh well, I've got a social event coming up. I'm going on a night out, but I don't really want to drink. Well, you don't have to drink. But that situation, telling your best friend or your friends, you know, what, I don't want to drink, is anxiety inducing because you're going to get a bit of shit for it, and you know, you're going to have to potentially develop a little bit of a thick skin as you go through this, because it's an uncomfortable situation. It is uncomfortable. It's not It's not a nice situation to be in. Like, I've done it loads of times, and you do feel a bit crappy. But when you come away from it, you go, actually, it wasn't that bad. In the moment, it's not great. But on reflection, you look at it, you go, well, actually, you know what? I've got a goal of, of a photo shoot or losing body fat, and I do want to keep chasing my physique goals or... My, my confidence goals or my energy goals that that that's actually really helped me so you get confidence from doing it the next time it's just easy or easier doesn't it doesn't take away from the fact that it's not a nice situation to be in but 
when you prove to yourself that you can do it, it then the next time you're like, well, I've done it before, so I can do it again. Sound, not problem. It's that first, it's that first barrier that you've got to break down. And then, you know, it's like like doing the, the hundred meter hurdles, whatever it is. Like, there's not just one hurdle. There's plenty of hurdles that you got to jump over. Like, jump over the first one, deal with the next one. Guarantee by the time you get to the last one, you're pretty confident getting over them. Yeah. So and it continues to like like you said, like hurdle after hurdle. And I think big point that I can throw in on this is that, you know, people's expectations of how life should be is what also massively affects their confidence. So for example, and I relate this into trying something new. So staying with the weight loss side of things, I know sleep's also important, but with the training and the nutrition, if both of those things are new and they're scared to do it, here's the thing, their expectations of themselves is that they should be able to do it. Their expectations of going to the gym is that they should be able to do it. But also you guys have this expectation that every fucker in the gym knows exactly what they're doing. <laughs> Let me tell you for the expectation. First of all, you've clearly not been in a gym enough. Okay. Which obviously is evident, which is why the conference isn't there. But second of all, they don't. <laughs> Literally, there is very, very few people that perform exercises in a gym correctly. So the expectations of how you believe life should be obviously wipes the floor with your confidence. One thing that I would say is Chris just touched on camera confidence. And I remember this. I know this is away from weight loss. But when you first do something, you're shit at it. Let me tell you that bluntly. Whatever you first do, the first time you do it, whatever you did all these new things as a kid, you were shit at them. I'll tell you that bluntly, okay? When you go into a gym for the first time, you're shit, okay? That's blunt. That, that is literally how it is. Very few, maybe the 1% that are just completely natural and know how to do everything somehow, okay? But the majority of people are going to be shit at something the first time that they do it. Now, here's a mindset to go in with. Imagine you go into a gym situation and you go, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm shit at everything. Uh, I hate the gym, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to be extremely low in confidence, Right. But imagine this mindset. I'm going into the gym. Do you know what? I don't actually know what I'm doing in here. This is a completely new environment, but I'm willing to learn. Right. That mindset will give you the ability to lower your expectations. Of going, I don't know what I'm doing. So you're accepting to that. It's completely new. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm willing to learn which means that you can go in. And honestly, this is what we say, by the way, guys, to people that are that, that work with us that have never been in a gym. Fun with it. Go in. Experiment. Okay? You've got a program. Play about with it. Okay? Look at the exercise. Watch the video before you... When you're on a piece of kit, this is a great bit of advice, by the way. When you're on a piece of kit, because you found that in the gym, okay, whilst you're resting on that piece of kit, okay, check out your next exercise and try and locate in the gym and watch the video, right? huge for your confidence, all right? And this is you in your head learning. I'm prepared to learn. I see the exercise. Where am I going? Okay, I'm going there. And if you don't know where it is, obviously it's that one around the gym, but just change the expectations. You're not meant to be good at anything the first time that you do it, okay? And that will go time and time again. And this leads into just flashing back, you know, like what affects confidence, okay? Comparison. And I'll jump back into that in a second, because you've kind of just, I kind of just touched on that a little bit in terms of your expectations. You think that everyone else in the gym knows what they're doing. You're comparing to other people, not realizing that they don't. But the other thing is, when you were a kid, this is a real big question to ask yourself. When you were a kid, okay, you always did new things. You were constantly learning and evolving and being in uncomfortable situations, like Chris says, okay, always learning something new. 
The advantage of this is you constantly found yourself out of your comfort zone, which means being out of your comfort zone was familiar to you and you were open to trying new things and you had less judgment. You had a less developed mind. You didn't give a shit what anyone else thought. You just went and did it and you learned. And some stuff you were like, I'm not good at that. I don't enjoy it. I'm going to move on. Other stuff you were like, I'm not good at that, but I'm going to keep pushing on it because I actually really enjoy it, et cetera. So you keep pulling out different things and you learn and develop. The problem when you become an adult is you stop trying new things. So guess what becomes familiar for you? Your comfort zone. The opposite of what Chris said helps you develop confidence, spending time in an uncomfortable situation. Okay, so that's the difference between a child and an adult. We've all got the ability to have time or to to be in an uncomfortable situation. We all have the ability to go into that uncomfortable situation. But as adults, we tend to spend more time in familiar situations, which then leads to a lack of confidence for wanting to try and go into unfamiliar situations. Like Chris said with the client there that felt anxious before going into the gym. So thinking about that, that's one thing that massively affects, you know, you and your confidence. It's basically staying in your comfort zone. And the reason why you also stay in your comfort zone is because of comparison. I said I'd link it back, didn't I? It's because of comparison. You look at other people that are doing what you might like to try and you think that they've got everything sorted. You think that they've got their shit together, that they know exactly how to do everything. They're doing everything perfectly right. So now you deem yourself not good enough to even show up, which means that guess what? You never, ever get the result that you ultimately want because you're not doing the very first hurdle, which is obviously eliminating that uh, comparison and actually just stepping out of your comfort zone and telling yourself, I'm not very good at this, but I'm about to learn. And that's my bout on confidence. (laughs) There we go. That's it. It's your turn to drop the mic. (laughs) Literally, little mic drop. Not quite a run, but, you know, it was pretty solid. But, yeah, I mean... Hopefully that is obviously like super helpful and usable tools. I guess like if we can give like extra tools here, like little steps, you know, picking up the things and Chris, feel free to chip in with other things that you would put in there. But, you know, the first thing is for me, if you want to improve your confidence, you've got to lower your expectations on the thing that you're about to go and do. Okay. The, the second thing, if you want to improve your confidence is you've got to make it easy for yourself. Okay. You've got to make it easy And you need to make sure that it's something that you can actually execute. Because like we just said, then the more that you execute something, okay, the more your confidence grows, the more likely you are to do something, the momentum builds. All right. And that would literally be it. That would be, I guess you could put a third thing in there is, you know, it kind of links to the expectations, but, you know, expect obstacles, expect challenges. Right. And I guess with this, we, we know this, right. There'll be examples from our life where, you know, Let's just say now, right, when when me and Chris coach clients, we're confident in coaching clients, okay? So it, there's nothing, it's not new, so to speak. We're, just, we're, we're doing it, the confidence is there, right? So yeah, we get a buzz from it. We love obviously seeing client results. We got an amazing message through earlier from one of Chris's clients. But when we step out of our comfort zone and we do something new, okay, where there is a challenge there and, you know, we overcome that challenge, that buzz, that feeling of confidence, I did it. That's the feeling that you will get when you keep stepping out of your comfort zone and overcome things, overcoming something new, which massively, massively improves self-esteem. Say it in it. I'll just, I'll just add in that we're always in a rush. We're always in a rush, right? I need to get there now. I need to get there now. 
oh, well, I've done it once and I'm not confident. I won't do that anymore. Like, and it, I think it's a society thing. I think because of obviously social media, we've got the comparison and you've got the before and afters, let's say. So there's no concept of how long that's actually taken on what the hurdles were to get there. Um, and it's almost like people aren't willing to actually like just invest in things and go, actually, this is, this is going to be an investment of my time. I'm going to spend time learning about this and understanding why this is uncomfortable for me and understanding how I can get better each time. Like, like when you pick up a golf club, like you literally, Rob, when you pick up a golf club, like it's quite alien to you. And I can see that. Yet, <laughs> after, two, after no, but genuinely, after yeah. two times going to the driving range, after hitting 200 balls, your 200th shot was better than your first shot. 100%, yeah. But if you were to do another 2,000 shots, your 2,000th shot is going to be better than your one 200th shot. Yeah. But ultimately, you're going to have to do that a hell of a long time to get better and more confident at it. Yeah. And it, like, I think because we've got access to all of like, and I'll use the example of in, in the gym, they've got this thing called superhuman TV, right? So it's just a reel of like all these unbelievably extraordinary things that human beings are doing. And I, I don't know, I'm still torn as to whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, because I feel like it's quite inspirational to show like, Jesus Christ, human beings are capable of this shit, which is great. But then it's almost quite like the comparison of, well, I'm here, literally can't lift, you know, a 10 kilogram dumbbell and they're literally like lifting ridiculous weight. So that doesn't make me feel good because there's no concept of what it actually takes to get there. These people are like in the top 0.5% of the world, by the way, not just England. Yeah. Um, so I think that there's there's got to be this concept of you don't need to rush it. Like if you want to do it properly and, and build confidence in something, you're going to have to invest in it, really invest in it. And give it, give it the time of day. Give it some thought. Like it's not a case of just like we see it all the time. It's not a case of just going to the gym, doing literally just the same weight for the same sets, expecting a result. Like you are gonna have to push yourself. Like that message you just mentioned about the client was like, I've just done 150 kilograms of leg press on my own, which would never have crossed my mind if I hadn't have started coaching with you. Like that is confidence being built across a period of time from somebody who's investing in changing themselves and wanting to get confident. But it's not, it's not a overnight thing that's taken weeks and months and yeah. repetition of, of doing that thing. Um, so yeah, it's the concept of, of time, which we speak about a lot when it comes to even like fat loss and physique changes, uh, change exactly the same. Like yep. you don't necessarily need to rush this. So I don't know why we're all in a mad panic and a mad rush to get to where we want to get to. Like, do it properly, then you'll never have to worry about it again. Yeah, best best way of putting it, isn't it? Best way, guys. Uh, thank you for thank you for listening. Hopefully, we've uh, we've been super super helpful, and you found this really valuable today. Um, I'm going to finish this on a slightly different note and actually pose a question to you, so that you're not just listening. One thing that we always say to our clients is, you know, it's great you're listening to us. But what's your big takeaway? What's the point that you're going to action on the back of this? So that's what I'm asking you now. You've just listened to this. You might, you know, listen to this and then just jump on to the next podcast and to the next one, to the next one, which is going to get you nowhere. You'll become a really good listener. But what's that phrase? Not Knowledge is potential power. Execution trumps knowledge every single day of the week. Okay, so my question is, what is your biggest takeaway? 
right? What is your biggest takeaway? What are you going to action on the back of this? And adding to that, if you want to share it with us, we would obviously love that. So our Instagram handles at Rob dot, uh, at Rob dot, at Rob Abyss dot RCA and at Chris Meek dot RCA. So you can find us both there. Drop us a DM if you're happy to share that with us. Um, and like I say, thank you for listening. If you haven't rated us, you're at the end of the podcast. Now it's time to pause again and <laughs> go rate us. Make sure you follow it. And other than that, we will see you guys again next week. Thank you for listening. Cheers, everyone.